0: Richard Case. Well,
1: good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are at the uh, end of January, and I think this will be Tuesday the 30th, I believe, and we're in the middle of uh, our discussions on hearing God's voice, which is, uh, uh, it's just, uh, you and I just enjoy this mm-hmm. so much because, um, first of all, we have the privilege of having learned to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and that, uh, you know, and we were, you and I were both in a, and, you know, Dan, Linda, we were in a, you know, situation where we were believers, you know, we're in the word, you know, we're trying to do a good job being believers, struggling with, you know, a lot of things aren't seem to be working. Um, and as we were led to, well, it's because you have to walk with me and are you going to be my sheep and we talked about john Mm -hmm. 10 you know that my sheep hear my voice and follow me and it's really that simple is that um it doesn't say my sheep read the bible really well and perform it Mm -hmm. uh it says you know um it is it is my truth that is already written and i don't i don't violate that truth Yes. Um, so you can have that, that as a as a stands. as a baseline, and 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 you got to abide in the Word, and you got to abide in understanding, and application, and uh, it you he said don't drift away from that because if you don't abide in the Word, what happens is that our mind starts to develop a different set of truth that isn't true. Yeah, i heard it
2: said before. It's possible to believe a lot of wrong things about God. That's right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
1: for example, um, there's uh, well-known pastors uh, who were great preachers, you know, believers, evangelical, uh, bringing people to Christ. Where uh, they have now come to a, pl- a place where they make statements publicly and in writing, and are famous that um everybody winds up in heaven and um there isn't anybody that that winds up in hell matter of fact there isn't hell and there isn't don't even worry about Satan and they they are preaching that that false stuff right um and and I get questions because people ask me about these people like what happened what's happening here how come why would they say that um, they were used to say truth now they're not I said, well, um, I said, it, it's universal. If you stop abiding in God's word, mm-hmm. your mind starts to develop a new aspect of what we think God is like and does and how he functions. And so their conclusion, and they, and they try to uh, speak this, that God is love and a, and a loving God can't allow anybody to go to hell. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, I, I now declare that because God is love, nobody goes to hell. Right. Well, it's completely contrary to Scripture um, and not true. Um, and when they were challenged, this is interesting,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, other, other real, you know famous people said, that doesn't line up with Scripture. Right. So you, what you're saying isn't right, and the guy says— you can't rely on scripture
0: as mm. being true
1: because it's just a bunch of stories. Mm. And so he took away the argument and said, Well, you can't you can't use that argument because I don't accept scripture as true, which by the way, Scripture itself says is true. Right. <laughs> so, right. So he just constantly, you know, is looking at rejection, 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 because why his mind and he's fully persuaded that what he's saying is right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's not willing to look at because he lost the, the first piece of it, which was the scriptures are God's word. It's true. It's absolutely true. Right. And everything emanates from what he's already spoken in the word. Now, the key for us is that it's true. And so we don't reject that truth. Rather, mm-hmm. we go the other direction and say, how does this apply to me? Right. And how does this now, how am I supposed to receive it? Similar to what I talked about last time about uh, that kid in the hospital is um, I already know the truth of Scripture. I already uh-huh. know I already know Romans uh, 4, um, that uh, he believed God who gives life to the dead and who calls things that don't exist as though they did. I said, I already know that. Uh-huh. Um, yep, I know that. What I can't do is say, because I know that, I'm going to pray that over this kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And God says, no. Um, We're going to use that as I speak it, but you have to let it come from me, not you. Mm -hmm. Um, I may be applying this to them because there's other scriptures that I may be saying it's time for him to come home. Right. Um, I'll let you know. But when I give you my word, now you can stand on that word. And by the way, I'll never contradict my word.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: So the beauty of it is as we seek God's will and hearing his voice, um, one of the first things that you and I do and that God says to do is, well, what have I already said about this? Right. Let's go to the Word and, and and see what God already has said about something that we have a question about, which is good. Mm-hmm. And the first thing to do is, well, let's go see what God says about this.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
1: like for example, um, uh, and I had this conversation when people got exposed to this the famous guy preaching, "There is no hell." Is that really is that is that true? Is that possible? I said, well, let's so go, let's, see, go let's go. Let's go see. see <laughs> let's go see what the Word says. Mm -hmm. You know, and and again, think about it is I could say, well, I know it's not true. It's not true. Mm -hmm. Well, does that do any good at all? See, it doesn't do any good for me to say, well, it's not true. Well, wait a minute. That guy's saying it is true. And Rich, you're saying it's not true. I I say, look, um, I understand. Let's go see what the word says already Mm -hmm. and let the word stand on its own. Right. which by Absolutely. the way is the beauty of our abiding ministry is we really don't come and say this is what you should do it's just let's just let's, let's help just you get see what connected God has to say. Yeah. the word stands on its own get into the word which is what we do in our retreats and our courses
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, let the word stand on its own and then speak to you um, so it does and so um, the beauty the beauty of the word is that we then, then can understand truth so uh, we have a question uh, that came in. Uh, this is from somebody that's, that's been following the f- podcast and, and has had a couple of questions come in. And he said, well, I got into an interesting scenario because uh, he's heard us talk about uh, relationships and forgiveness and reconciliation. Okay. And um, he said, uh, you know, uh, a relative, uh, when we were at Christmas, uh, is a... Uh, somebody who's very religious but isn't following the scriptures. Right. They have a variety of it, and it's not—it's not true. And he and and I became aware of it, and he challenged me, and I challenged him back, and they got kind of into an argument about it, mm-hmm. a debate about it, and because um, they happened to be at this relative's. Uh, uh, place where where the the family they kind of controlled the location. Uh, this person asked them to leave, mm. and said, "Because you don't believe the way I believe, I need you to leave." And then, of course, they left. You know. And so the question comes up: Is you know what do I do with that, and how do I process that? Um, given that there's other family members involved now, and we have this contention, and uh, I can't accept the truth, right? I mean that's kind Mm -hmm. of kind of the approach is I've got to stand on that truth and go ahead and and fight it fight it out, and it's like, yeah, kind (laughs) of, kind of, kind of not, you know, and uh, and so uh, the question is, you know, how do we handle that? And so, um, what I've done is is say, well, let's go see what the word has to say. Mm -hmm. Um, and we know we know a couple things. One. 100% of the time, all the time, we're called first to forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And forgiveness is not between me and this other party. This is between me and God. Right. Uh, My heart has to be in the same place God's heart is. And I said, has God forgiven you? Yes. Has he forgiven everybody? Uh, Yes. When? At the cross. Once and Mm -hmm. for all. I said, so, and I said, is he reconciled with everybody? No. I said, okay, do you understand the difference? You know, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I begin to see the difference. Okay, so first, before you even process anything, um, let's go to forgiveness on the same basis you've been forgiven. Here's some scripture. And and before you go any further, let's get to that place where you're, and, and the issue of forgiveness is I'm joining God with his nature in me at the same mm-hmm. place he's at because he's already forgiven this person This hurt me. Right. Uh, so can you get there? Okay, you know, so he's working on that. And then two is, okay, now what do I do with this? Um, and it's now about reconciliation. Uh, how do you process reconciliation? Um, and reconciliation, and this is important for everybody to understand this, is that... <laughs> It, it's not it's neither side of the edges and what i what i mm-hmm. mean by that is well i've got to fight this out and persuade this person that he's wrong
3: mhm um
1: by the way um by based on what he said i can verify that he, that this other party's wrong he's not following scripture 100% um so he's wrong um i said but your job isn't to say I've got to argue him to truth and stay and battle him until I get to truth. Isn't that reconciliation? No.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or the other side of it is, well, whatever, I just give up on it. Um, and I should just accept everything he says and try to be you know uh, kind. Uh, okay, uh, no. Um, it's not accepting truth and it's not fighting for truth. It's uh, understanding the process. That mm-hmm. God offers ask you to follow for your own benefit, right uh, which is how do you how do you go to reconciliation. And so you know I, uh, he's now in the middle of looking at uh, Luke chapter ten, uh, Romans oh. twelve, nine to twenty about uh, vengeance and what it what it looks like. Um, and then uh, uh, John chapter twelve verses forty two to fifty, which is Jesus says, "I haven't come to judge you." But my truth is going to judge you,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and and so it's the word, the truth is going to judge him. But but we don't have to go to judgment ourselves. So we're in the process of uh, okay, what does that look like? Uh, and I said, well, first of all, if you get to forgiveness, and then he's processing what these verses mean to him, is it'll 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 be happening next would be um, your job is to offer peace. Mm-hmm. Um, And I said, think of it at two different levels. One will be, would you like to go to the Word and look at what the truth is about what you're saying and what I'm saying?
3: Mm -hmm. He
1: can say yes or no. Um, If he does, great. Go to the Word, let it stand on its own, see how he reacts to it. Or he says, no, I don't want to do that. I said, okay. Well, then the second offer of peace is, could we be okay In the same spot, because remember, this is this is it
2: impacts a greater family. right? Yeah,
1: because it's you can't just say I'm never going to be around you again Mm -hmm. uh, because you're part of a family that is going to be around you, you know, and and it impacts other people in the family, too. Uh, Would it be okay if we get together? uh, We don't talk about this Mm -hmm. and we don't debate it. We don't fight it. I know that you think you're right. I think I know that I'm right. But we don't need to uh, fight over it. Could we just be pleasant and not and not have to uh, uh, discuss this in this scenario? We'll just be friendly. I said, mm-hmm. you can offer that, and he can accept or reject that. Uh, right. Then you'll have to say, based on his answers, which is what we talk about in terms of God's will— now what (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, what do i do and there and there's a few more complications that he's introduced you know since then Um, so he's in the middle of this very thing of i got a really sticky situation Mm
3: -hmm.
1: by the way uh, if you think of all the sticky situations we get into relationships are probably the stickiest
2: Oh, absolutely! Particularly uh, family ones, <laughs> because fam, family
1: runs. And how do we do it? What do we do with it? And and I I bounce back and forth between. I need to stand on truth, and I don't want to just accept mm-hmm. it. And at the same time, I know we're supposed to approach it a certain way. Um, so he's learning. He's going to learn this 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 approach, um, and and see my role in it. Your role in it. We're not to say here's what you should do. Right. It's, let's, get, let's see what God has to say, and then how does he apply this, which he'll have to talk to you about. Specifically, what does that mean? What do you do? How do you do it? Um, how does this, based on what they do and not do, how do what do I do next? So he's got to hear God's voice. It's centered on the truth of, uh-huh. of the scripture, which is beautiful to have, to walk from. But now it's got to be applied where he sees it and understands it. And he's got a, he's got a, you know, a, his big question is, aren't we supposed to make sure that everybody knows the truth and we go ahead and stand up for that truth and battle with that truth? And uh, there's an element that, yeah, you need to stand on the truth, don't compromise the truth. But there may be a situation where it's not needed for you to argue any any further. Right, Um, And you could actually be in relationship without the argument, knowing that the the person's following false. Mm -hmm. Now, by the way, it doesn't mean that's the end of the story uh, because God can bring it back and God can have you introduce it in a healthy way. And so it's it's all in that interesting spot. And it's a great question of, hey, I got the situation. What do I do? Um, Most people in almost all aspects of life, really don't know much what to do with it. Right. Um, and, and all they hear is people say, you should, you should, you should.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Lots of opinions.
1: Yeah. yeah, and what we're trying to do is say, well, no, you can hear God's voice. The best way to start it is, you know, what do you know to be true about the situation? And then what does God say is true? And given that I start to understand what God says is true, how do I apply that Mm-hmm. in this particular situation that's unique um, and God's got to speak God's got to talk and God's got to dialogue and the only thing and this 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 guy has this heart because he's saying I'm willing to do this I want to learn to do this mm-hmm. um, I do have a position and I tend he said I tend I tend to want to set things straight mm-hmm. I know I get it uh, are you willing to process further what God would say about it and, and um, he said he would And so uh, we'll continue the story because there's more to it. He's in the middle of it right now. And um, Mm -hmm. the neat thing is that he is um, following, I'd like to hear what God has to say. Right. And I'm willing to let God show me how to specifically apply this in this very sticky situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And see, the joy that I have, that you have, is... um, there's no pressure on us uh, because we're not the answer people and we're not to tell people the answers but rather the joy is going to be when he hears God's voice Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and he receives it lives it out and sees the beauty of the answer right Um, and that's going to be fun uh, right to see yeah. And, and so, then
2: there's even that that added element, as you talk about, you know, you, you said the word process so many times in that story. You know, he's in the process and he is processing God's word with it. He's processing and dialoguing all of this with God in the process. Not only is God leading him to instruction on how to handle this, but he's also transforming his heart. Yes. And he's using this situation to bring to the surface things that God wants to refine, yes, and so there's transformation happening along the way, and that's why we can't dismiss the process and jump to the answer no. either.
1: No, no, that's right, that's right. And in this case, there'll be a, uh, and I was in, I, I was kind of in that same place uh, because I can I can remember when, <laughs> you know, you you uh, do have a, a strength of the truth. Mm -hmm. And you think that I need to make sure everybody is is going to be persuaded by that truth, that um, the one thing that's going to be neat about this, which is what you're talking about, is the transformation of a heart that says, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't need to go to judgment and I don't need to be the arbiter of truth. Um, At the same time, I'm not going to compromise the truth. Right. Um, And so that's going to be fun to process, which is a hard thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and a
1: freedom that comes from that
2: absolutely
1: um and when you come to that freedom it changes everything about life and how you view and frees life you
2: to love people well right H-
1: how to love at the same time not mm-hmm. accepting false
2: yes absolutely uh, and
1: so that'll be that'll be kind of a fun thing to do so anyway uh, we just wanted to share that with you and and uh, this person we're really uh, uh always thrilled to have him um i love what i love about him is he's he's completely authentic and not afraid to share this is where i'm yes. at with it you know and it'll be it'll be kind of fun to play it out uh,
3: Great.
1: and as we're talking about god's voice uh we have another example here uh moses uh had a conversation with god so go to uh, exodus exodus 3 1 to 10.
2: sure now moses was tending the flock of jethro his father-in-law the priest of midian and he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb the mountain of God and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of, the, of a bush so he looked and behold the bush was burning with fire but the bush, bush was not consumed then Moses said I will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look God called to him from the midst of the bush and said Moses Moses and he said here I am then he said do not draw near this place take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground moreover he said i am the god of your father the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob and moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon god for the lord said i have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters for i know their sorrows so I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up from the land, from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, this is, uh, you know, this is just a great example of uh, mm-hmm. uh, Moses, remember, um, was, you know, brought up in e- uh, Egypt. Uh, his his uh, mother, Jewish mother, had, you know, sent him down the stream as a baby, he was, was uh, brought by Pharaoh's daughter, grew up as a uh you know in the Egyptian court he actually was number two to the Pharaoh right um, as a big leader and you know successful and he did understand at this time that he was uh, Jewish um, and he got a, he got seeing what they were doing to his fellow you know uh, uh, people uh, who were Jews and um, he saw them be mistreated and he killed an Egyptian Mm-hmm. And he recognized, "Uh oh, I <laughs> he did that in anger." By the way, <laughs>
3: um,
1: I shouldn't have done that. They're going to come after me. He buries him and departs mm-hmm. and flees and winds up in Midian. Um, and you know, Jethro it hides
2: for a long time. Right? <laughs> Jethro
1: is a shepherd with sheep, and he marries you know his daughter. And this is forty years later, mm. um, and he's he's. First of all, he recognizes. Well, they didn't find me, right? And they're not coming after me, so that's good. Um, I'm just happy being a shepherd, an under shepherd to Jethro, and
0: mm-hmm. taking care
1: of his flock. And every day, he's just living life with his, you know, his children and his wife. And um, he's going out like he does every day,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a bush that's burning. <laughs> but it's not being consumed, and and so he turns and looks, and he notices, hey, there's a bush burning, and it probably wasn't necessarily highly unusual uh, to mm-hmm. see something like that burning up, and like okay, and and so he didn't pay much attention to it, but it kept burning, and it didn't get consumed, mm-hmm. and so he says, huh, what's up with this, right? and turns and looks and 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 uh, he says he purposely okay i'm going to pay attention to this and god it says god says when he noticed that moses was willing to pay attention
2: mm-hmm.
1: now i can speak to him
2: right so, and i love even as you see that verse three then moses said i will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush does not burn the intentionality there that is what you're talking about that Moses initiates, you know, there's something is going on and he intentionally, literally turns aside, you know, has to, has to pivot to be able to do this and stop and pay attention. What is going on? And as he is that intentional, God speaks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And God is saying, you know, I'm up to something, um, I'm going to introduce by, by doing something unusual, and this is where we talk about a lot of times something is like, huh, this just happened. This new interesting thing just happened. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to pay attention to this. And all I got to do is say, I'm going to look at it and, and pursue it. What do you have to say about this? And, and, right. and God says, now that you are willing to pay attention,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going I'm to say something to you. Um, okay, first of all, it's me. Um, you're on holy ground. It's me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I have understood what's going on with with my uh, children in Egypt, and um, it's time for me to deliver them from that. And by the way, I'm taking them to the Promised Land, mm-hmm. the Covenant. I'm going to bless them to make them a blessing. Remember, this is after Abraham. Right. So, so he says, I'm you know I'm still fulfilling what i what I've said to him. And you're going to be a conduit of it. Hey, by the way, I'm sending you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, now it goes on, you know, and more dialogue with this. If you and I would urge everybody to keep reading the rest of the chapter because Moses says, oh, "Don't, don't send me, <laughs> don't send me. I'm not that good," you know. And he says, "No, I understand, uh, but I'm sending you, and I'll have Aaron help you. And here's here's what I'm going to do, and here's how it's going to go, and here's the specifics, and you know, get ready to go. Let's go." Um, and God gives all of this information through the dialogue of, mm-hmm. of the conversation, it wasn't, you know, out of, you know, the, the books, uh, prior to that Genesis or, or even things that he's understood. Mm. It's, I, I'm giving you truth in dialogue
3: right?
2: by
1: what my will is going to be given to you. And, and here's, here's, you know, what I'm saying, here's why I'm saying it, here's what I'm going to do. And by the way, I'm sending you. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's go Um, and so ultimately Moses you know he goes through the dialogue but he says okay I'm willing to go and and then he goes and of course he he's the one that leads him away so um, the story is is yeah there's all this beautiful truth about it but what we're trying to show you is look at the dialogue piece of it Mm -hmm. it's God conversing informing instructing giving truth that is personal to Moses at the moment uh, that had to be done through dialogue, not through any other way. Why? Because Moses could hear God's voice. Right. Um, And this was 40 years after he had departed from Egypt. And as far as he was concerned, his life was just being a shepherd. That was it. And God said, well, I have a different thing in mind. (laughs)
2: Right.
1: And so the the dialogue is beautiful, you know, and so the key to this whole thing is when God does something to kind of grab your attention, Mm -hmm. which is, which is what I call, usually it's something that is different Mm -hmm. than the normal, that it's, it's unusual. It's, well, that's interesting. Right. And God says, yeah, pay attention.
2: Take take note. Take Take note. Now come and talk to me.
1: Come and talk to me. Um, I'll show you, I'll tell you, I'll explain things to you, I'll give you insight uh, because I'm going to highlight to get your attention by doing the something that's unusual Mm -hmm. just for you to say, huh, that's interesting right? Um, and you pay attention and then have the dialogue and and God says I'll converse with you. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for the fact that you do dialogue with us uh, as you did with Moses. You used an unusual situation to get his attention He turned aside and said, I'm willing to pay attention. And and you said, when he paid attention, I now could talk to him. And so uh, you're asking us to be willing to listen, to process, to have dialogue, to understand. And it is conversation that you have with us. And may we experience that more and more and more and the beauty of that more and more and more in Christ's name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, that's just wonderful, great example for us to look at. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions, send them in um, like our friend did. and yeah. <laughs> We were able to talk about today. Yeah. So send them in to questions at AbideMinistry.com. And we'd love to talk about them. And we'll see you next time. Yep,
1: we'll see you then.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See